Hello and welcome to the Rugby Gods Podcast. I'm John Keenan. No my Haidemai. Today is June 1st and now let's talk some rugby. Alright, so it's going to be a Super Rugby Trans-Tasman focus uh, for this podcast. Uh, having a review of Round 3, uh, the final weekend of May, uh, and then a quick preview of Round 4 coming up this weekend. So yeah, let's get into things uh, and see what happened. So yeah, we were able to play all five games uh, in Round 3, which was very good. Uh, there was, uh, you know, a little bit of concern as to, you know, would the Highlanders and Rebels actually be able to play? Uh, you know, would the Rebels be able to get to New Zealand? Uh, well, no, they couldn't. Uh, but the Highlanders were able to get over to New South Wales. Um, the Rebels able to push up from Victoria uh, and essentially play a genuinely neutral match uh, in Sydney. Uh, so that was good to see, like, very good for the tournament. Uh, otherwise, that would have been a disaster <coughs> uh, for its integrity, I think. But yeah, uh, that was the final game on the Sunday, so uh, we've got a few more games or a few games to go before we uh, get to that one. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. So the uh, first match of Super Rugby Trans-Tasman Round 3 uh, was the Hurricanes at home to the Force. Uh, so, you know, Round 3 was supposed to be uh, like sort of neutral venues, so the Hurricanes were not playing uh, in Wellington. They took this game on the road uh, to the Hawks Bay. Uh, got a pretty good crowd, certainly a very nice night. Uh, a little bit dewy, uh, but you know, a really good night for running rugby, uh, and they uh, certainly delivered. Uh, so it was 43 6 uh, to the Hurricanes. Uh, so, you know, a very good, very good, very efficient win there uh, from them. Um, you'd have to say, um, just a really good 80 minute performance from the Hurricanes. They'd have to be really happy with that. Uh, and I believe um, it was, I think, Reed Princip and/or, you know, somebody inside of the Hurricanes uh, towards the end of the match or after the match. Uh, you know, was asked about their performance, <clears throat> and basically, you know, they it was completely on my wavelength. Um, basically, talking about round one being you know very good attacking wise, round two being very good defensively, uh, but then you know round three was really a complete package. You know, like keeping uh, the force at trialless. Uh, although, you know, they, they perhaps had uh, a little bit of technical help there from the uh, TMO. Like, it was a pretty, it seemed like a pretty reasonable try uh, towards the end of the match. Would certainly wouldn't have affected the scoreline or anything like that. But it, it did seem like Jeremy Thrush got a, you know, a pretty legit try, which got overruled. Uh, but, you know, if we get away from that, uh, you know, the facts are uh, they kept the force uh, tryless uh, and they were good enough, uh, you know, to score seven themselves with, you know, a really nice, you know, a beautiful try, really, uh, to Jordy Barrett in the finish, you know, basically final play of the match. So, you know, they just really controlled that game very well. Uh, and I think they would take a huge amount of confidence out of that because, obviously, in round one, you know, they were away to the Waratahs. You know, they were expected to win. The Waratahs, you know, no disrespect, are a little bit of a basket case, uh, you know, on both sides of the Tasman. Uh, so, you know, I think everybody's expecting to load up a little bit on the Waratahs. Uh, and then, you know, got to come back home round two and take on the Rebels, who are also, you know, pretty disjointed, um, both on and off the field. Uh, so, you know, you, you, you probably couldn't take too much out of those victories uh, in round, you know, one and, one and two. Uh, basically, you know, they did very well. They, they got two wins. They got two wins with bonus points. But it's almost like, you know, that was expected and, you know, maybe you should have done more. Um, so I think to really come up in, in round three uh, and take on the force who had, you know, been really high performance, really, uh, from the Australian perspective, <coughs> excuse me, uh, from an Australian perspective, you know, they'd had two, you know, really good matches uh, at home in round one and two. Uh, and, you know, to, you know, to beat them 43-6, you know, I think you've got to take a huge amount of confidence out of that uh, as a Hurricanes supporter uh, and hopefully first and foremost, you know, as a Hurricanes team. 
Um, so yeah, just well done to them. Like just totally controlled it. Um, you know, just scory. I mean, relatively, uh, you know, relatively fair, relatively t- like a little bit of it took a little bit of time to break them down. You know, first twenty minutes, you know, the game was certainly you know in play. Uh, force were playing pretty well, pretty structured, uh, but certainly like quarters, you know, two, three, and four, you know, Hurricanes basically just took a couple of opportunities per quarter, you know, managed to put on seven tries, uh, and, you know, it was just really efficient. Uh, so well done to the Hurricanes. That's uh, three wins from three with three bonus points. So they're really keeping themselves in the conversation. Uh, and then obviously, you know, they'll be taking on the Brumbies uh, in around four this coming weekend. Uh, and that's just going to be a huge match. Um, obviously, that's an 0-3 Brumbies, uh, and it's a 3-0 and Hurricanes, so completely different uh, perspectives or completely different possibilities in this tournament for the two teams. Uh, but, you know, that is a really going to be a really good match, I think, uh, this coming weekend in round four. So into the Saturday matches, uh, there were three of them uh, because there was a, a Sunday match. So just the one Friday match, uh, three Saturdays, uh, and then the Sunday match, the sort of late uh, sort of change of destination, etc. Uh, although it was going to be a Sunday match anyway, I believe, uh, in Queenstown, uh, in sort of like Highlanders country. So yeah, three matches on the Saturday. Uh, the first one was over in Australia. It was the Waratahs at home to the Crusaders. Uh, again, uh, going to some quite uh, strange venues as such, or certainly strange venues for a rugby and or, you know, super rugby. Uh, and it was the Waratahs, I guess, nominally at home in Wollongong, which is sort of like southern New South Wales or like South Sydney. Um, and it was uh, 54 28 to the Crusaders, uh, so you know, the Crusaders did what pretty much I think I just said before every team is hoping to do or expecting to do, which is you know, basically load up on the Waratahs, get a bonus point win, you know, perhaps uh, you know, push out your points differential uh, a little bit, you know, get something like a 20, 25, 30 point win, something like that. Uh, if you can do more, you know, then good luck to you. Uh, so, you know, Crusaders certainly worked through the gears, um, you know, looked pretty good, um, you know, throughout. Uh, again, you know, pretty dominant performance. Um, I wouldn't say, like, I wouldn't say it was, you know, certainly was not as stellar as the week before against the Reds. Um, but, you know, there just really wasn't as much to play for there. I think both teams knew that it was a, a, mis- a mismatch in talent uh, and, you know, just direction in terms of where, you know, both teams are going uh, in this tournament. Uh, and, you know, it was always just about, you know, the Crusaders and just how much they were going to win that match by. Um, you know, the, the Waratahs were reasonable. Like, I certainly don't think they were, certainly I certainly think I've watched the, the Waratahs be uh, a lot worse uh, this season. Uh, so, you know, well done for, you know, for being there or thereabouts in the match. Put on a reasonable performance. But, you know, again, you know, it's the Crusaders by 26. So, you know, when you're talking about professional rugby, you know, super rugby level, uh, you, you would like to think that games could be, you know, a touch closer than that. It almost sounds a little bit patronising, uh, you know, to be like, well done, Waratahs. You know, you only lost by 25 sort of thing. But, you know, that pretty much was uh, what their first game was. Uh, the second game uh, switched over, or second game of Saturday, third match, third match of the round, uh, switched over to... Uh, New Zealand uh, to Auckland and it was the Blues uh, at home to the Brumbies uh, the Brumbies finishing off that absolutely horrendous uh, you know travel schedule of an away final and then three weeks in New Zealand uh, and it was uh, you know no joy for the Brumbies so it was uh, 38-10 uh, to the Blues uh, and you know and that one again um, you know fairly plucky performance you'd have to say uh, from uh, the Brumbies uh, they could have certainly pushed in to half time uh, with 
I, I believe they were, uh, I think it was 10 all, I think, like basically pushing into half time and they conceded like a pretty long range, pretty innocuous long range try, uh, you know, uh, a well taken try, you don't have to say, like head tip uh, to the Blues, uh, but you need to have to think more often than not, uh, the Brumbies, you know, wouldn't have conceded that one, uh, and you have to think that that broke the camel's back just a touch, uh, you know, not being able to go into half time, uh, I believe it was a 10 all uh, before, you know, the long range try to Finlay Christie. Uh, and then, you know, second half, basically, they got blanked, um, you know, and the, the Blues just rolled on, you know, scored efficiently uh, and took their opportunities in the second half and, you know, ended up winning it by 28. Uh, so, again, you know, a pretty comfortable, pretty good, you know, win for the Blues. But I certainly think, you know, the Brumbies, um, you know, were well in that match in the first half and were very competitive. Um, you know, you, you've just got to be uh, a little bit more clinical uh, around not conceding points, you know, before the break. Um, so, yeah. Uh, not too much more you can say about that. Um, best of luck to the Brumbies uh, this coming weekend, uh, even though they will be taking on uh, my beloved Hurricanes. Uh, I do, you know, uh, really feel for them just in terms of, you know, the just what they had to go through over the last sort of like five weekends, um, you know, hosting um, a qualifying or, you know, semi-final against the Force. I mean, that's fairly nice, right? You know, you certainly want to be in that match um, and you get to host it, uh, but it's still, a, you know, a tough match, a tough game of footy. Uh, and then you've got to push up uh, to play, you know, arrested Reds away uh, in the Super Rugby AU final, uh, and then travel over to New Zealand for three games uh, against, you know, who you could argue as the three best New Zealand teams, you know, the Crusaders, the Chiefs, and the Blues. Um, you know, that, I mean, that's just diabolical uh, in terms of scheduling. Um, so, you know, well done for being, you know, certainly in it uh, in the Super Rugby AU final, um, almost, you know, pulling out a draw in Christchurch, uh, and then being, you know, a little bit off the pace, I guess, uh, in the last couple of rounds uh, in Hamilton and Auckland. But, yeah, best of luck when you head back to Canberra, uh, you know, for rounds four and five, uh, you know, which you'd have to be thinking, well, you certainly have to be trying to get yourself into the mindset of, you know, we can beat the Hurricanes, you know, we can beat the Highlanders, uh, you know, we can, you know, spoil a few teams' plans uh, for this Super Rugby Trans-Tasman competition. Uh, so on to the third game of Saturday, fourth of the round. It was the Reds uh, at home to the Chiefs, uh, and this one was up in North Queensland uh, in Townsville. Uh, I thought that that might have been the first time, uh, when I was talking about this last week, uh, I thought that might have been the first time that rugby had been played up in Townsville, uh, but I did hear somewhere in the commentary uh, that they have played, like the Queensland Reds, that is, have gone to Townsville before, uh, somewhere in their history, uh, but I believe it was something like eight years ago or ten years ago, it was, or, or maybe even longer. I think maybe even there was 2003 or 2008. Uh, sorry, I, I probably should have had <clears throat> that stat a little bit more on hand uh, to be a little bit more accurate. Uh, but they have actually played up in Townsville before, uh, but it's a very long time ago. <clears throat> uh, and it did wonders for the Reds. Uh, they were good enough to beat the Chiefs 40-34. to 34. So it was the first and so far only uh, Australian win in Super Rugby trans uh through 15 matches. Uh, so well done to the Reds. Uh, I must say, uh, I get a little plug-in for myself there. Uh, I was on the Reds bandwagon uh, for that match. I did feel like, you know, just the change of scene, um, you know, pushing up to Townsville, having making it a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a sort of like domestic travel week for them, you know, like traveling inside their state. Uh, you know, just I, I just felt like it might might mix things up a little bit. Uh, also, you know, like suffering that loss to the Crusaders, I think it really unshackled the Reds, and you know, they just really didn't have uh, any worries or any inhibitions anymore. It was just like, look, you know, we've got to respond to this. Um, you know, we've got to play some rugby, um, show how good we are. 
uh, you know, we're, we're basically toast in this competition now, so, you know, let's just go out there and express ourselves. Uh, and I think they did that, certainly in the first half. Uh, you know, obviously, many people are going to, uh, you know, talk about the cards. The cards to uh, Chase Tiatia are yellow, and then the card to uh, Damian McKenzie are red. Uh, so, you know, those were obviously massive moments uh, in the match. Uh, had the Chiefs playing with 13 men there for at least sort of 5 to 10 minutes, uh, and then with 14 men for, you know, half the half of the first half. Uh, and, you know, the Reds certainly did make hay. Um, they went to the break, I think it was 33-3. Uh, so they certainly put, um, you know, the Chiefs to the sword. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of what you expect uh, from a quality team. You know, you, you get given the opportunity to play 14 men or 13 men, uh, and you take that opportunity and you pile on, a like, a, a huge amount of score. Uh, and, you know, that's exactly what the Reds did. So I think they should actually be credited for that. Now, obviously, you know, the Jacqueline Hyde performance there um, is the second half, um, you know, where essentially the the Chiefs scored uh, and then the Reds scored back, so they uh, exchanged. Um, and then basically, you know, the Reds got themselves out to something like 40 to 8, I believe, you know, pretty early or like around the 50-minute mark uh, in the second half. Uh, and you'd, you'd really think that that would, that would or should have, you know, broken the back of the Chiefs, uh, especially without Damian McKenzie, their playmaker, you know, off the field with the Red. Uh, but, you know, the Chiefs just, gr- you know, just grinded, uh, you know, and came all the way back to finish the match at, you know, 34-40 uh, or like six points down uh, and actually chasing the match, you know, like going into that sort of like final play, final minute, final two minutes of the match. Uh, you know, it was all Chiefs, you know, and they were just running the Reds ragged. Uh, so, you know, a real concern for the Reds there, just, um, you know, what happened in that second half. Um, you know, like what was the count there? I guess it was uh, 31-7, I guess, to the Chiefs in the second half when it was essentially 15 on 15. Uh, so, you know, the Reds will certainly have to psychologically park that, you know, that second half and just say, hey, we did we did what we needed to do and, and then some uh, in that first half. We made a statement uh, and just try and focus on the positives, uh, especially as they're going to have a pretty difficult match. Uh, still in Brisbane, though, so still a, a home match uh, for round four against the Blues. But yeah, you know, a really interesting game. Um, quite like quite enjoyed it. Um, you know, I was happy to see the Reds. You know, get basically get on the board and represent for Australian rugby there. Uh, a little bit sick and tired uh, of you know the media, uh, and or you know all the pundits like myself. Um, you know, just talking constantly about you know basically you know creating a scoreboard of you know oh the New Zealand teams have won you know five, ten, fifteen games, whatever. So I I don't really feel like we should be judging um, you know Super Rugby Trans Tasman like that. Uh, but you know it's good to see you know Australia get a win there, um, or an Australian team uh, get a win there. And I think you know people have to you know be have a little bit of a reality check and realize that you know certainly in round one you know we could well have seen um, you know a Brumbies draw in Christchurch uh, and a force win uh, against the Chiefs as well uh, you know so you know just got to keep things a little bit in perspective there um, but anyways that's my rants or my uh, little negative rant there for the podcast. So yeah, let's push it on to the uh, fifth match, the fifth and final match, uh, which was, uh, you know, the um, will it be, will it be on, will it, will it, will it be, or will it won't be, you know, will it be played or not, uh, sort of uh, efforts. Uh, and you know, I was a little bit salty on the Rebels uh, last week, uh, just in terms of like, why did you go home, or like, you know, why did you leave Wellington and go back to Melbourne, uh, and then obviously, you know, uh, you know, get entangled in um, you know travel restrictions, etc., between Australia and New Zealand. Uh, I thought it was uh, a little bit poor from them. Uh, but anyways, uh, it all got sorted out. 
Highlanders were able to move uh, the game or move themselves uh, to New South Wales, uh, as were the Rebels, uh, and the game was played out on the Sunday, uh, and it was 42-27 uh, to the Highlanders. So again, you know, a fairly comfortable win there for the Highlanders, although uh, they did not pick up the bonus point. Um, it was, you know, they did not win by three tries or more uh, over the Rebels, uh, and they were really hustling for it uh, at the death. Uh, essentially, Aaron Smith, I believe, um, played a full 80 at halfback, you know, respect there, uh, but he was chasing that uh, bonus point try, uh, and I believe uh, he dropped the ball over the line. It was a no try, and that was the end of the game. Um, so, yeah, you know, Highlanders did finish pretty strong, did finish pretty fast uh, to try and get their bonus point win. Couldn't get it. Uh, and, you know, I think the Rebels, again, you know, fairly plucky. Uh, they were there or thereabouts, certainly in the first half of that match. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I think uh, that's a good place or that's a good time to, you know, maybe just check out a little bit of a diatribe as well. Um, just, I think, through three rounds now, I think we're starting to see uh, a little bit of an evolution of the Australian game. Um, so I certainly think, um, you know, force were disappointing. I think the Waratahs were pretty much what you'd expect slash, you know, perhaps performed a little bit better. Uh, you know, the Brumbies... Uh, certainly very good first half and then just couldn't sustain it in the second half. You know, Reds getting the win. Uh, and then I think, you know, Rebels, again, much like the Brumbies, very good in the first half but just couldn't really sustain it uh, in that second half. So I think you're, you're already seeing, like, basically a closing of the margin or closing of the gap um, between, you know, the New Zealand sides and the Australian sides. And it's really just about like, match fitness. So, you know, for the Australian teams now, they've, they've all had a look at at least three New Zealand teams. They've all had, you know, three pretty tough, you know, games, like back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Uh, and, you know, I think it's actually, you know, putting a little bit of steel in their backbone and it's improving uh, their team performance. Uh, you know, whereas conversely for, um, you know, the New Zealand teams, no disrespect here to Australia, but it's just that it's just a fact of, like, you know, you, you kind of play to the level of, you know, who you're playing. Uh, and I, I feel like... Um, you know, the New Zealand teams have now had three games against Australian teams and they've kind of been able to get out of jail quite easily in certain situations and, you know, get themselves to a 10-point, 15-point, 20-point lead, which, you know, really, like, just blows open a game uh, and then just makes perhaps the last 15, 20, 25 minutes of that game really, um, you know, like a bonus point hunt rather than, a than, you know, can we win it? You know, the winning is almost assured uh, and then it's all about, like, you know, can we improve our points differential? Can we get it a, a bonus point try? Um, so, you know, I think that's, I think it's just showing that, you know, the, the, the Aotearoa teams, you know, they, they really can't keep their, you know, their foot on the throat as such, which I know probably sounds a little bit weird, uh, when you do do a comparison of like, you know, 14 wins for the New Zealand teams, one win for the Australian teams, uh, etc. Uh, but I do actually think there's like quite a closing of the margins, uh, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to round four here because I think there will be a couple of surprises. I think there's going to be a lot of tight matches uh, in round four. Uh, and I think, you know, there might be one or two surprises as well. Uh, you know, one or two good surprises uh, if you're an Australian supporter. Uh, so, yeah, just before we get on to those round four games, I think I'll just quickly try and go back and, you know, like roughly recap uh, what, did, what did I think was going to happen uh, for round three. Uh, so for the uh, first match, the Hurricanes at home to the Force, uh, 43-6. So that margin was uh, 37. It's pretty significant uh, in the finish. Uh, I think it might have actually been the Hurricanes' uh, biggest winning margin against the Force as well, uh, which, you know, probably uh, doesn't really do the Force justice there, I don't think. But anyways, uh, so that was a 37-point margin. Uh, I believe I said uh, the Hurricanes do it by 20. 
uh, and I thought, you know, it would be like festival atmosphere, you know, pretty good, pretty willing, you know, pretty open, uh, and I believe that's the way it was. Uh, so I certainly, I think the Hurricanes did their job, and then and then some. I'm pretty sure I was on the record of saying, you know, Hurricanes plus 20, uh, and it was the Hurricanes uh, plus 37. Uh, so there you go. Uh, in the Saturday games, uh, the first one, the Waratahs at home to the Crusaders, uh, 54-28 uh, to the Crusaders. Uh, so that was a 26-point win for the Crusaders. Uh, I believe I was on record there saying that they would win that game by 30. Uh, so, you know, pretty close. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think, you know, Waratahs not as bad or certainly not the worst performance of their season. Uh, third match, second of Saturday, uh, the Blues at home to the Brumbies. Uh, it was 38-10. Now, I thought this one would be pretty close. Uh, I thought the Brumbies would have one more, like, really good game uh, in them uh, on the tour. Uh, and obviously, like I said, you know, uh, heading into halftime, where I believe it was 10 all just before the break uh, in the Finlay Christie try, um, or breakout try, uh, I guess you'd have to have to Rico Ioane on that one as well. Uh, you know, I think it was 10 all, so pretty much, you know, very dogged, very tough, you know, first half, and then, you know, uh, Blues basically broke them open just before halftime and then controlled that second half. So, you know, they ended up winning plus 28. I think I had um, the Blues to win, like, plus 5 uh, in that match. So I picked the Blues, but I thought it was going to be a lot more dogged. Uh, and then the fourth match, uh, the third match of Saturday, uh, which was the Reds at home to the Chiefs, 40-34 uh, to 34 to the Reds. Uh, for that one, I did pick the Reds. I picked the Reds plus five. Uh, I thought the change of venue, uh, just Brad Thorne, just who he is as a man, as a coach, uh, and the rocket that he must have been serving, uh, you know, during the during the week. Um, you know, I just thought it was going to work well for them, and it did. So the Reds won plus six, and I'm pretty sure I picked that one plus five. Uh, and then the final match, the fifth match on the Sunday, uh, Highlanders uh, at home nominally uh, in Sydney. Uh, to the Rebels, uh, it was 42-27 to the Highlanders, so Highlanders plus 15, uh, and I believe for that one I had the Highlanders plus 12, so you know, pretty on the pretty on the money there uh, with that one as well, so um, just, you know, recapping it, not to, um, not to talk myself up too much there, but I'm pretty sure I picked all five, um, and you know, it was fairly accurate in at least three or four uh, of the four matches, Probably undercooked uh, the Blues, you know, winning by 28 over the Brumbies. I think that w I think I picked that one to be like plus five. Uh, but other than that, uh, you know, I was pretty much on the money or pretty much on the mark as to, you know, what everybody else did. Uh, certainly picked all the results. So, you know, I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, but, yeah, let's push it on to round four and see if I can make some uh, good predictions uh, for a second week in a row. Uh, I've just, you know, gone on record there and said that I believe uh, the margin or the gap between Australian teams and New Zealand teams is closing. Uh, and I also feel like, you know, there could be some surprise results uh, this coming weekend. So, yeah, let's go through the matches. Uh, and then, obviously, you know, I'll give you, like, what I think is going to happen, give you a margin. So yeah, uh, on the Friday uh, for this one, um, <clears throat> there's a little bit of schedule change here as well, uh, just due to the fact that um, the Chiefs have delayed their match to the Sunday. So I believe the Chiefs were supposed to be playing a home match against the Rebels uh, on the Saturday, uh, but they've pushed that back to Sunday, 6th of June. So they're going to try and play a Sunday match in Hamilton, uh, but I think that match might be subject to change. Uh, so basically if the Rebels still don't get clearance to come back over to New Zealand, uh, then I guess the Chiefs are going to have to travel, and you know it's probably pretty likely that they're going to have to travel to Sydney, uh, much like the Highlanders did. 
So, you know, uh, the Rebels are going to be getting uh, a couple of, uh, you know, cheap uh, free games uh, in Australia, uh, you know, which is certainly uh, a little bit different to what was going to be happening uh, in their scheduling. Uh, so yeah, sorry, just getting a little bit distracted there, but I just thought I'd set that tone. So uh, there'll be two Friday matches, two Saturday matches for sure, uh, and then there is a Sunday match up in the air. Uh, at the moment, it's the Chiefs at home to the Rebels on the Sunday, uh, but that could well be played uh, somewhere in Australia. But let's start with those Friday games. So the two matches on Friday, two pretty good matches, you'd have to say. Um, certainly be very interesting uh, for the standings uh, and what's going to happen. Uh, what's I think it's certainly going to go a long way towards um, you know determining what happens uh, in the finals. Uh, so the first match is the Crusaders at home to the Force. So they've just spent a couple of weeks in Australia, pretty successful weeks for them. Um, and they'll be coming back to Christchurch uh, and taking on that Force team that will be certainly fairly deflated. Uh, from their first performance in New Zealand against the Hurricanes. Now, um, I'm actually backing the force uh, to do pretty well here. Now, hold on, I'm not backing the force to actually beat the Crusaders. Now, that would be a bridge too far. But I actually do think that the force are going to be really plucky. I think they're going to be back to their best uh, for this coming game. Uh, I think the Crusaders, again, uh, motivation, uh, it's obviously going to be there. Um, but I think, you know, just with a little bit of travel, uh, a little bit of, you know, coming back to Christchurch after a few weeks, I think they're going to be <clears throat> a touch disjointed. Um, I don't think they're going to be as motivated as the Force uh, to put in a good performance. So um, I'm actually picking the Crusaders to win this, but I'm actually picking the Force to stop the Crusaders from picking up a bonus point. And I think the Crusaders are going to win plus 10, uh, but the Crusaders will not pick up a bonus point. So that's my first prediction there uh, for round four. Uh, the second match, the a later match coming from Australia, will be the Reds at home to the Blues. So this is essentially the Reds at home for the third uh, week in a row, which is uh, very nice for them. Uh, and, you know, obviously they are up in Townsville in round three, got the win over the Chiefs, move it on. Uh, and they'll be back in Brisbane taking on, you know, the blockbusting Blues. So I think this is going to be a huge match. Um, and I'm actually going to go, I'm going to go to the well, and I'm going to back the Reds uh, for a second week. So I believe the Reds are going to uh, have the continuity. They're going to be able to have the continuity and the belief. I think they've got enough good players, and they've got some very good management, and they're obviously very well coached by Brad Thorne. Uh, and I just believe that, you know, getting that win over the, over the Chiefs, it's going to do them uh, a world of good, and I think they're going to be able to come back um, to Brisbane, basically their you know, true home uh, as such in Queensland, uh, and I think they're going to be able to do enough uh, to beat that Blues team. And, and, I, and I think the reason why uh, is because they've just been involved in a couple of wars um, you know, against, you know, the, a lot of learning has gone on uh, in that massive loss to the Crusaders, uh, and then that, um, you know, what would you say, um, indecisive win uh, against the Chiefs, but I think a lot of learning has been going on in the field um, for the Reds, whereas I don't think the Blues have really gotten too much value uh, out of their three games so far in Super Rugby Trans Tasman. It's just not very good preparation for a high-stakes match. <clears throat> And that's not even really their fault. Uh, it's just, again, it's just about you, you kind of play to the level of who you're playing. Uh, and, you know, the Blues, they just haven't been playing, you know, top quality sides. Although, you know, no disrespect too much to the Australian teams there, especially the Brumbies. But, um, you know, that again, like I said, you know, it's a Brumbies team that was basically on their, you know, fourth leg of, you know, a really, really tough tour and, you know, five really hard games in a row. Um, so, you know, I think the Blues are really going to be a little bit shocked at the intensity uh, that the Reds can bring, uh, especially away from home uh, in Queensland or in Brisbane. 
So yeah, I'm going to go to the well, I'm going to keep picking the reds, and I'm going to pick the reds plus 5 uh, to beat the blues. So I think the blues are going to pick up a losing bonus point, uh, but the reds are going to get, uh, you know, they're going to get the, the cherries, they're going to get the win. So yeah, so uh, probably a couple of, you know, maybe surprise picks there, uh, maybe silly picks there, but that's what I'm going with. On the Friday, two matches, Crusaders to beat the force, plus 10, but no bonus point. Uh, and then the Reds uh, to beat the Blues, plus 5. Uh, so a losing bonus point for the Blues. So yeah, let's get it into the Saturday games. Two Saturday games uh, with a Sunday game as well. So the first Saturday game will be the Highlanders at home to the Waratahs. Uh, and you'd have to say, um, you know, Highlanders are going to be very efficient in this one. Uh, they had definitely on notice uh, just in terms of they've let a couple of bonus points slide uh, so far in this competition. They've played 3-1-3, three, three, uh, but they've only picked up one bonus point in round one against the Reds. Uh, so they are a touch off the pace uh, just in terms of, you know, bonus points at the top there. Uh, so I think the Highlanders will certainly be keyed in, very motivated, uh, and obviously it's the Waratahs as well. So I think, you know, the Highlanders are going to load up here uh, at home, and I think they're going to win this uh, plus 25, uh, you know, pretty comfortably and get the bonus point. Uh, so yeah, the second Saturday match, uh, this has to be the match of the round, um, I'd say. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that the Reds v Blues could be the match of the round. Yeah, okay, maybe I've, maybe I've misstep, misspoken there. Um, but, you know, I'm going to say, well, certainly for me, uh, this is match of the round or and or, you know, it's match of the competition um, for a Hurricanes supporter. Uh, so it's the second Saturday match, fourth match of the round. It's the Brumbies at home to the Hurricanes from Canberra. So the first time that the Brumbies actually get to play at home uh, in Super Rugby Trans-Tasman, which I think is going to be quite significant. So yeah, huge match here. Um, you know, one, you know, can the Hurricanes come over to Canberra? Pretty difficult place. Uh, and it's winter time now. You know, we're, we're pushed into June. It's going to be fairly cold over there, I'd imagine. Um, you know, just where Canberra is situated as such. Uh, you know, can the Hurricanes push over there? Uh, you know, deal with the Brumbies, nullify them. And then, you know, can they pick up a bonus point as well? So I'm going to say that the Hurricanes are going to be good enough to win. Uh, I, th I think... They're going to be uh, put on notice, um, you know, having watched, um, you know, previous matches, and they'll be, you know, they'll have the information as to, you know, what the Crusaders did, what the Blues did, even what the Highlanders have done. Um, so, you know, they're they're able to actually watch those games or those games to play out before they play. So they're going to have a lot of knowledge as to, you know, what they need to do. Uh, and you know, if I'm correct, and you know, Crusaders win, but not with a bonus point. Uh, you know, Blues win, uh, sorry, Blues lose, uh, but just pick up a losing bonus point. Um, you know, Highlanders, you know, bonus point win. Um, that won't really be affected too much um, uh, at present. Uh, you know, the Hurricanes are going to know exactly what they need to do, which would essentially be get the win. Um, so I think that's what they're going to do. I think that it's going to be it's going to be pretty nuggety. Um, I think both teams are going to throw down. It's going to be a fair amount of trench warfare. Uh, it's going to be nasty. But I think you know the Hurricanes are going to get through it. So I'm actually picking the Hurricanes plus three uh, in that one. So it's going to be a really tight encounter. But I think the Hurricanes to get up over the Brumbies plus three. I'm not really buying into this uh, whole idea of less massive gulf between Australian and New Zealand teams. Uh, and certainly not when you're talking about the Reds and Brumbies. Uh, and I think, the, you know, the Brumbies back home after just that huge, just horrendous, uh, you know, travel schedule, um, I think they've got a point to prove, uh, and I think they're going to they're gonna perform well 
but I think the Hurricanes have just enough weapons, uh, you know, and they've rested, um, you know, they were very good, they were very smart uh, over the last week, the last two weeks. Uh, they've been able to rest and rotate a number of, like, key players, uh, and then they've actually had, you know, key players return as well, in the likes of, uh, you know, Gareth Evans and Adi Savia uh, and their loose forwards. So, and they'll probably be welcoming back the return of Ruben Love uh, in some way, shape or form from the bench, I'd imagine, as well. Um, so, you know, I think they're going to be pretty stacked and ready uh, for the match, uh, but it's just going to be a real dogfight. Uh, so, yeah, I've got Hurricanes plus three there in Canberra, uh, and, you know, I'm really hoping for that uh, so that they can keep uh, themselves in the conversation uh, to push into round five to take on the Reds. Uh, so yeah, final match, uh, which will be that Sunday fixture, uh, where we don't exactly know where it's going to be, uh, but at present, we're just saying Chiefs at home to the Rebels uh, from Hamilton. Uh, I'd be pretty surprised if that is actually the way that it plays out, I'm thinking it's probably going to be you know Chiefs v Rebels somewhere in Sydney. Uh, and, you know, yeah, hard to know exactly, you know, what happens there. Like, uh, Chiefs might have to, you know, factor in some extra travel, um, you know, or, or basically, you know, I guess it's not really extra travel for them because they have been uh, up in Townsville uh, when they, you know, suffered that round three loss to the Reds. Uh, but I guess, you know, maybe they just have to spend an extra week uh, in Australia, see how the uh, process between, uh, or, you know, basically the uh, visa process or the travel movement process plays out uh, for the Rebels. So I guess it's not too much of a, a travel factor for them to, to dogleg down to Sydney uh, and wait there for maybe an extra week. Uh, and it will be interesting to see what kind of response they can muster because you'd have to say, um, you know, with the other four New Zealand teams, three from three, uh, it's pretty unlikely now uh, that they drop that match to the Reds uh, unless there are a number of upsets uh, in round four, round five. It's pretty unlikely that the Chiefs can get into the back door um, and get into the top two in the final uh, from where they currently are. So, yeah, they'll have to find some internal motivation there. Um, I'm pretty sure they will win. Um, you know, they're certainly a better team, I think, than the Rebels uh, in 2021. Uh, but I, I'm just trying to, I'm just really, really twixt in between uh, as to whether it's going to be a real statement match from the Crusaders and they just got, uh, sorry, from the Crusaders, from the Chiefs, uh, and they're just going to like throw everything at the Rebels and it's going to stick. Um, or if, you know, they're just kind of going to go through the motions, uh, you know, and there's not that much to play for. So we're just going to get an efficient win. I think uh, I'm going to basically go uh, in the middle there. Uh, I'm going to say Chiefs plus 18. So I don't think the Chiefs are going to put on an absolute clinic, uh, but I don't think it's going to be a particularly competitive match either. Uh, I think they'll take care of business probably in Sydney, I'd imagine, uh, on the Sunday afternoon. So yeah, those are the five games uh, for round four. I've uh, certainly been talking around things a little bit there. So uh, I'll just recap those uh, and then sign off, sign out. That's it for Super Rugby Trans Tasman. Uh, this podcast for the week so yeah um, so first match of round 4 there again uh, Crusaders at home to the force on the Friday uh, and I've got the Crusaders uh, to win that but uh, to only win it plus 10 so Crusaders plus 10 first match second match on the Friday Reds at home to the Blues I've got the Reds to win it and I've got the Reds plus 5 uh, into the Saturday matches Highlanders at home to the Waratahs um, I've got the Highlanders to win that uh, actually, I've forgotten what I said there uh, in terms of margin, but I certainly think they're going to load up uh, on the Waratahs. I think it's going to be like plus 25. So, you know, Highlanders plus 25 at home there uh, on the Waratahs. Uh, fourth match, the Brumbies at home uh, to the Hurricanes from Canberra. Uh, I've got the this to be a really, really tough, really, really close match, and I've got the Hurricanes plus three uh, in Canberra. 
Uh, and then the Sunday match, uh, wherever that is going to be from, uh, the Chiefs v Rebels. Uh, and I've got the Chiefs uh, to beat the Rebels there, like plus 18. So yeah, those are my picks uh, for round four there. Uh, I see the Brumbies, uh, you know, really, really uh, being perhaps a touch unlucky. Hurricanes doing just enough to get through. Uh, and I see the Reds, you know, performing for a second week in a row uh, to go two and two in the comp uh, and to put a spanner in the works uh, of that Blues team. So yeah, that's pretty much it from me. Uh, anything else I need to do there? No, I don't think so. So I'm going to sign off, sign out there. So uh, thanks for listening if you did. Uh, I have a Facebook page, The Rugby Gods Podcast. So please feel free to um, follow and or like me there. Um, I do a little bit on Reddit as well. So uh, if you're on Reddit uh, and you're in the rugby pages, uh, basically the rugby union page, I believe is the big subreddit on Reddit. Uh, for rugby, uh, you know, you can follow me there or you can uh, see some of my comments, some of my thoughts, uh, some of my uh, maybe more lighthearted, uh, you know, joking moments uh, on Reddit. Uh, and my username there is the Rugby Gods Podcast. So, yeah, those are a couple of things that I'm using quite a lot at the moment Reddit and Facebook. Um, yeah, what else to say? Um, I use Spotify and I recommend Spotify. So I use the Anchor app uh, for this podcast, which is a Spotify-associated um, you know, podcasting app. Uh, I recommend you know, using um, Spotify for your podcast listening. Uh, and also you know, Google Podcasts uh, is a pretty good platform as well. So you know, maybe find me or reach me or listen to me uh, through that. Uh, yeah, don't think there's too much else for me to say. Uh, I hope things go well in your life. Uh, I hope you're doing good things, and I hope good things are happening for you. Uh, and I just hope, you know, that you're enjoying your rugby uh, wherever you are in the world. Um, and I will be trying my best uh, to get at least another podcast in this week, maybe even uh, two more in this week, uh, as I was uh, a little bit uh, distracted last week. Uh, I only got the one short podcast in on the Friday, or was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday, actually, sorry. I only got the one podcast in last week anyway, uh, focused on Super Rugby. Uh, haven't been able to spend any time on Major League Rugby now for a couple of weeks uh, and I haven't even recapped um, the Japanese Top League final either so that was uh, a little bit disappointing I'd kind of like uh, to get back uh, to those two international competitions so I'll certainly be doing a podcast uh, probably to you know recap, review uh, the Japanese Top League final uh, from a couple of weekends ago uh, and then you know do a, maybe like a two week catch up on Major League Rugby uh, and then obviously if I've got enough time, enough energy, enough motivation, uh, I might try and get a third sort of more like blue sky thinking slash uh, rugby article um, kind of uh, podcast in as well. So that's certainly the plan for this week. Uh, maybe try and get three podcasts done. So yeah, um, you know, please uh, reach out to me if you'd like to talk rugby. Uh, and like I said, probably best place to do that is Facebook uh, at present. So yeah, thanks a lot for listening. Uh, I'm going to leave it there, uh, getting a bit long. So goodbye for now. We'll see you later.